0: Hey guys, and welcome to the Poster Boy Podcast. Here, I share not only my personal journey as an entrepreneur, but also my extensive research on the fascinating world of business. We will dive deep into the industry, from uncovering hidden gems to exploring little-known facts about the biggest names in the field, and provide you with insights and knowledge that you probably never knew before. I hope you enjoy and subscribe. So, on today's episode, we're going to talk about the changing labor force and how to cope with it. So the hardest thing about running a business rarely has anything to do with the business itself. It's generally dealing with and hiring employees. From the blue-collar baby boomers to the I-only-do-what-I-want millennials, the labor force is in its own pandemic. On today's episode, I'm going to dive deep into what caused such a dramatic difference in work ethic between the two generations. I'm also going to give you advice on how to embrace the millennials and tell you why you should hang on for dear life to the baby boomers. Now hiring. If I see another now hiring sign, or better yet, a sign that says expect bad service because we are short staffed at a restaurant, I'm going to lose my mind. The world is different today. There's no denying it. I'm pretty sure this statement officially makes me somewhat old, but I remember the days when getting a job was a big deal because so many people applied for that job and earning it or being selected meant something. Today, people treat applying for jobs like online dating. They apply for everything, and even if they find a job, they keep looking for a different one and will jump ship faster than any other time in history. The interview process is so bad for us at my poster company that the first question we have to ask every single candidate during an interview is, do you know what job you're interviewing for? So when exactly did everything go wrong? Most people would say that COVID was the problem, and while I think it was the straw that broke the camel's back, I think the problem has been brewing for the last decade. Businesses have been in a race to develop technology that can replace humans, or at least minimize the need for them. There's no denying that the goal of all businesses, unless they're governmentally funded, is to be profitable. Remember, when you can replace a human with a computer, you get the following... The computer does not complain about long hours. It never gets bored, never skips a step. It doesn't bring its personal life to work, always shows up. I'm sure you get the picture. Story time. Now, I can personally tell you that in my poster company, our biggest bottleneck that prevented growth for years was graphically designing posters. In the beginning, the only way I could expand was by teaching someone how to do it, which ended up creating my own competition. Then we decided to create an office and hire a bunch of graphic design students in high school and teach them what we were doing. What we ended up doing was paying a bunch of people to socialize and watch a lot of Netflix. So then we decided to move our offices to central Mexico. Now, at our peak, we had over 60 designers working each weekend, and the cost was roughly $10,000 per week. So when we decided to develop technology to automate this, our goal was to solve three problems. Number one. Save the cost. Number two, eliminate the need for skilled people. Graphic design is a skill which limits the people we could hire. In addition to that, we operate in five time zones. This became a huge problem when someone was starting at an event to work and the designers were late showing up. I would get phone calls at the worst possible hours. So if I could just give them software that could do the work of a designer, it would literally eliminate the need to manage someone showing up on time. It would remove the issue of 10 posters on one team, all looking a little bit different because a different designer made each one of them. And also it would eliminate the issue of having to deal with people's personal problems and excuses, which is inevitable when you have that many people in an office. Problem number three we were trying to eliminate with this was the ability to create infinite scale. When we automated our posters, we increased the ability to make posters faster than I ever anticipated. So when we had our 60 designers, at their peak, at their best hour of the day, we could make around 200 posters per hour. Okay, and again, that is their peak performance. Today, we can make over 1,000 posters every two minutes. And we can literally add unlimited locations across the world with no issues. So, the more we automate, the fewer skilled people we need, which we thought would make hiring infinitely easier. However, believe it or not, this had the opposite effect in our business in so many ways. Yes, we can make posters faster than anyone in the world. But now, we make them so fast that it makes our product look almost too simple to create. So this has caused an issue with the premium price that we need to charge to make the business profitable. You see, when we used to make pictures on site with a designer, someone would walk over and they would physically see us putting in the labor and the effort and the skill to create their product. We eliminated that. Now, it had its perks, but it also had its cons. So now, as for businesses, the positions that we're trying to fill now, they just require someone who's reliable and has a good personality. Believe it or not, the biggest problem in the labor market today is not that there aren't people looking for work. It's that most of the job openings are for mindless jobs. In other words, we need more unskilled labor than at any other time in history. This is a major issue. The reason is that no one ever talks about is that we focused on educating our society, which has made finding people who need just a job a thing of the past. Now, how could I possibly be upset at this? I get to work something on something every single day that sets my soul on fire. Wait, hang on, I need to pause this. The pit oh, let's see. The positions that we're trying to fill now just require someone who is reliable, has a good personality. Believe it or not, the biggest problem in the labor market today is not that there aren't people looking for work. It's that most of the job openings are for mindless jobs. In other words, we need more unskilled labor now than ever, but we have a major issue as a society. We have focused on educating our society, which has made finding people who need just a job a thing of the past. I would say this is a good thing, right? Well, how could I possibly be upset at this? I get to work on something every single day that sets my soul on fire, It challenges me. It helps me grow as a person. Why would I or anyone else not wish this for every single person in the world? You see, the problem is much more difficult to solve than I ever imagined when I set out to do this podcast. I realize that all business owners are getting upset at people for not wanting to do the easy jobs because they're boring. They have no real potential to be meaningful. At the same time, we're trying to take the jobs that pay the most and that are the most difficult to do and provide the most purpose to build software solutions, to do them without the need of a person. This does make the company more profitable and it does make them less reliant on another human, AKA personality to deal with. So what does all of this mean for the future of business? Will it ever go back to the good old days? The answer is no, things never go back. There's a saying that I use with my daughter. Once you date someone with a car, Do you think you'll ever actually want to date someone who just has a bicycle again? No, because when things in our life improve, so does our standard, and it should be that way. Now, the baby boomers did a remarkable job of creating a great standard of living in America. They also preached, go to school so you can get a good education and a good job with benefits. Now, the baby boomers gave this advice because they wanted their kids to have better lives than they had. And the key at the time for a better life was education. Now, I can't say that people took this advice and implied it as it was intended, but our generation did go to school. And then came YouTube. You see, in the past, learning how to do something important required school. But today, it literally requires internet and YouTube. That's it. So, the baby boomers taught us to want more for our lives and to seek a fuller life because they put enjoyment off until retirement which isn't guaranteed, by the way. And they accepted that work is hard and it isn't necessarily something that you enjoy. Well, the downfall to this is that it changes the work landscape in ways that we never imagined. Every single person who owns a company would not want their son or daughter to do most of the jobs that they're hiring for because they're boring. I challenge anyone listening to this to Google anything that you think is hard. And I'm willing to bet that you can find an article or a video explaining it much faster and way cheaper than a four-year degree would ever take. So now, how do we embrace the millennials? Well, Albert Einstein once said, don't judge a fish by its ability to climb trees. We have to start looking at the way we build positions differently. A ton of millennials are okay with simply project-based work. They don't necessarily need full-time employment. They're also okay with driving for Uber or DoorDash to make ends meet. They care more about flexibility and freedom than any other generation in history. I think people are starting to realize that one third of their life is spent working, so why would you possibly sacrifice 40 plus years doing something that you don't enjoy, only to find yourself at the age of 70 finally starting to do the things that you want to do? I've known too many people who waited to live until they retired, only to find out that once they retired, they were too tired and too sick to travel. They lived their life with tons of regrets, and so they're trying to make sure the next generation doesn't have that. So millennials have no loyalty. I hear this a lot. Hell, I've said this a lot. But let me ask you a question if you own a business. If you could automate a person's job and save fifty dollars to $100,000 per year, would you do it? If you say no, you're lying. So we get upset when people aren't loyal to us, but at the same time, our mission is to run our businesses with the least amount of issues, and nearly 90% of all issues are people. And so we're doing the same thing to them each and every day. We are working to build technology that will replace them. So are we really being loyal to them? You see, if you have a company today, you need to figure out how to give purpose to your staff. You need to focus on building a business that allows people to learn and try new things because this is what keeps a millennial happy. You need to shift your company to make sure that you're also having a positive impact on the world around you because this also matters to millennials. And let's be honest, it's a good thing. Now, hang on to the baby boomers for dear life because there will never, and I repeat, never be another generation like them. They're loyal to a fault. They care about the company that they work for and they take pride in their work. You will never have to worry about them getting bored and not showing up tomorrow because they understand the cardinal rule you only get one name, so make sure you protect it. When people think of your name, you want them to associate hard work with it, loyalty, and respect. Today's millennials, I think, are still learning that, but it will come with time. Just remember, No one likes change, especially us entrepreneurs who are used to being in charge. But change in the end is usually a good thing. So embrace it because it's coming whether you like it or not. Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode. If you'd like to learn more about me and my story, you can go to get.theposterboy.com. I published a book about a year back with the intention of making sure that I never forgot the difficulties of what I've gone through. This book is the literally the blueprint of how I built my company from a dorm room to over 40 offices in the U.S., six in Mexico, one in South America, and one in Indonesia. You will learn about all the things that I went through, the problems that I had, and how I overcame them. I also hope if you're looking to start a business, you can learn something to help you prevent making some of the same mistakes I did. Thank you, and have a great day.